Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. You made me watch Why'd you make me watch this? You made me watch something I didn't like Next time we'll watch something I like But I can't believe you made me watch Hello and welcome back to another episode of You Made Me Watch The podcast where me, Mike Bobbitt, along with my wife Alison Bobbitt trade off week to week making the other watch a movie we have never seen before. And this week, Allison made me watch <laughs> The Little Mermaid. <laughs> Did. Yes. And your thoughts? My thoughts are I will give the one minute recap. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Little Mermaid is a story about a grave robber named Ariel, <laughs> whose father, the uh, King Triton, tells her, hey, don't glamorize humans because they are murderous monsters. They're basically like the Nazis of the Little Mermaid universe. Mm -hmm. And Triton's sister, Ursula, is sort of like, yeah, but we got to let her make her own choices and teach her that humans are bad and murderous and awful. So uh, she comes up with this plan to help Ariel see this on her own. And uh, sure enough, wouldn't you know it, Ariel falls for a human who ends up doing exactly what Triton and Ursula said humans would do. They end up murdering Ariel's aunt and Ariel falls for him anyway. The end. That is not the synopsis. That is exactly what happens in the movie. <sighs> no. It was... Um, it is a problematic film. Oh, yes. I believe this came out in 80... 89. 89. This is also where Disney princesses started to look like lollipops. Where like they lollipops? Had the, yeah, they had the very large head and the very small body. Like oh, if you look at Snow White or like, like Cinderella. Like those super hot brat styles. Oh, God. That you know what I mean, though, right? Yeah, like, they look like the, the Olsen twins. Yeah, the animation style changed and they started to get very big heads and eyes. Things became less proportionate around this time. But I loved this movie when it came out. I certainly understand how problematic it is now. But well, um, what's your problem? You keep saying it's problematic and I didn't see anything <laughs> other than it's racist towards humans. To give you an actual synopsis, it is about a young mermaid. Who robs who graves. Can you just let me do this? She does, <laughs> though. Kind of. She robs shipwrecks. There 
is a skeleton in one of them. That is true. But it's technically not a grave. Like, it's... It is a, we, we don't know that they all have dead bodies on them. You know, skeletons come from dead... God the, damn it. Will the number one ingredient this? for a skeleton is a you. dead body. They're graves as much as caves are coffins and lost boys. Oh, my God. It's basically just about this young... She's 16, which every time she's like, I'm 16, I'm not a child. I'm like, young lady, yes, you are. So she's a young girl. She's not supposed to be going to the surface and getting the attention of humans because as far as they know they 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 eat fish so that's kind of against what they have going on she ends up doing it anyway because she's just very curious she finds a guy she see she literally sees a human that she thinks is attractive and is like i'm in love with him yeah she's she's a stalker she's immediately in love with someone she doesn't know Mm -hmm. and her dad finds out and to punish her he overreacts just a smidge and he breaks all of her shit which is not cool. Eh. I mean, she wouldn't listen to him. And he was like, well, then I'm just going to break everything in this. She has like a cavern where she holds all of her treasures that he doesn't know about, but he finds it. Breaks everything. She's upset. So <sighs> she goes to Ursula the Sea Witch, who's like, listen, I can make you a human. You got three days to make this guy fall in love with you. If he does and he kisses you, you can stay a human. If not, you got to come back here and you belong to me. And she's doing this because she kind of wants to like take over. She wants to overthrow Triton. Right. Because Triton kicked her out because she's a mutant. She has a birth defect. I don't think that makes her legs look like octopus legs. Well, according to the video that we just watched, she tried to execute a coup in order to overthrow him before and he exiled her. Well, clearly he is an irrational leader, judging by the way that he smashes all of uh, Ariola's... Um, Ariel's. Anyway. Treasures. Yeah, I, I don't think he was fit for office. Okay. Well, he's a king. It's not really an well, elected Well, he's basically position. the Donald Trump of Lomar. I'm not doing this with you right now. She goes to the surface, but she has to pay for her human legs by giving the sea witch her voice so she can't talk. And true to form, because humans like to eat fish as soon as her lower half isn't fish anymore, homeboy doesn't want to eat her. Oh my god. (laughs) No, he actually does end up falling for her, but he was rescued from the shipwreck by her, and he doesn't realize that it's the same person. Which, how? Ah. But he recognizes a voice? Apparently. Like, listen, I have face blindness, but come on. I know. They basically are He's falling. He's stupid. He's just a fuckboy. Well, yeah. He basically, like, falls in love with her anyway, but Ursula's like, oh, hell to the no. She's not going to succeed because she has her voice. She uses it to transform into a pretty lady who sounds just like Ariel. And uh, Ursula was like, I don't want my niece to be stuck with this murderous human. And what does the murderous do? No, that has do? nothing to do with it. She wants to be... What does he do? She he wants murders to be in charge. Ursula. Yeah, because she's trying to murder everyone else. I don't know. Listen. Motives are unclear. You're unclear. The issues that as an adult I have with this film are, first of all, she's 16. She doesn't know a goddamn thing. I don't like listening to children say, I'm not a child anymore. Like, young lady, yes, you are. I realize you oh, think you know everything, but, but you're you don't. the one who called me a prude 
because when we took our son to the water park last weekend, <laughs> I said, if we ever have a daughter, she's only going to wear a one-piece bathing suit. And I, When I say one-piece bathing suit, too, I mean one of those 1920s <laughs> ones that goes <laughs> down to the ankle. body glove ones that are, like, yes. long-sleeved. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that she's not capable of making decisions that a 16-year-old would make. What I am saying is that she's not an adult. She's 16. She is still a child. You're not smarter than an adult at 16. You think you are. You think you know everything. But she could have been smarter than uh, Prince Fuckboy because he couldn't. Probably. Even... Yeah. Cause and it's guy, Prince was Eric. Whatever. He was dumb. He was fine. Name one good Eric. Listen, I can't think about that right now. <laughs> Eric Weeks. Oh, yeah. He's great. I yeah. love him. I know a few good Eric's. Yeah, don't pose a question like that. Well, you couldn't come up with any. Because uh, I'm not, you know what? I'm not doing this with you. I don't have it with okay. me. You gotta stop. <laughs> you just gave me the eyes that told me it's time to end this bit. Can't. <laughs> wow. Um, I'm so glad that this moment was captured on podcast. If it was only captured in video and people have been able to see your eyes, they would have been like, dude, fuck off, man. Stop. <laughs> I'm hoping that somehow through the tone of your voice, your eyes were very clear to the listener. I feel like the listener probably knew I was getting annoyed long before that. <laughs> I love you. I knew you were getting annoyed, too. <laughs> and yet, here we are. It's the other podcast magic. Dude. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll... So and scene. <laughs> the other issues that I have are that Ursula suggests, well, you don't need a voice. You have your looks, your pretty face, your body. The idea is that she becomes silent to get a, to get a man. So she stops expressing herself. I don't like that message <laughs> that if you shut up, men will fall in love with you. Were you basically just telling me to shut up? Yes, because you were being annoying. You're not dropping knowledge Have on me. Have you ever tried to listen to a woman speak? <laughs> I'm so kidding. I'm so kidding. Oh, my God. That look that he just gave me. Do Holy you want to sleep in the house tonight? Because we're about this close. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I love you, too. You gotta knock it off. I will not. Like, I don't understand why you can't stop. You know, I'm just irritated to the extreme right now. Because you keep lobbing these. Hey, I'm gonna start crying. I really am. Don't cry. Then stop. I'll try. Okay. No, don't cry. Then stop. I'm stopping. So I don't like that message. Yes, I agree. Also, don't love that they get married at the end because <laughs> she's. Yeah. So I did. I've known you for three days. Let's I've get known married. you for three days. Let's get married. I did look up how old Eric is supposed to be because I thought he was supposed to be like twenty one or twenty five because mm-hmm. he looks old as shit. He's supposed to be eighteen. Oh, okay. Which yes, the age difference between them is not as gross, but also their children getting married. Things were different back then. In 1989. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but this doesn't take place in 1989. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I meant. I do. I don't love that they get married. So let me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. You were aware of all these problems beforehand. If we... Well, oh, even with having a son, mm-hmm. how do you feel about 
introducing a child to this movie? Um, and would your feelings be different if we had a daughter? I would still feel the way I feel. I feel like when our son and if we have a daughter watch this movie, I do want them to know equally that like, listen, there was a problem with her giving up her voice. You know, she couldn't, she wasn't able to get the guy without her voice. You still need to have your voice. You still need to be able to speak up. You still need to be able to express yourself verbally. It's very important. I think that's kind of what I would try to explain about that. Yeah. Is that it is important to have your voice. Additionally, I will also mention you should not fall in love and get married in three days. Yeah. (laughs) It's a very bad idea. And I will probably also be like, well, it's a fairy tale, you know. Things are kind of condensed and, you know, stretched. Sleeping beauty. Hey, don't try to kiss people without their consent. Yeah, don't don't (laughs) just go in there and be like, well, she was sleeping. It's fine. (laughs) You know, I do have to say with as many issues as... I still Disney love this films movie. had that the songs are very good. Yes, the songs are. But great. I think when you compare Disney back then versus Disney nowadays with stuff like Moana mm-hmm. and Tangled and Frozen and even Princess and the Frog. Yes. And Princess and the Frog. Disney has come a very long way. Yes. Yes. I think they've done a very good job of taking a classic fairy tale that, you know, is often traditionally pretty sexist and misogynistic mm-hmm. um and trying to make them more empowering because the whole disney princess it's a big deal the disney princesses and i yeah. think what they want them to represent is not you know you as damsels in distress you know they don't i think they are moving forward a lot and in, in making these women more empowered and stronger and not necessarily needing a man who is your favorite Disney princess? Honestly, yeah, Tiana from Princess and the Frog. Mm-hmm. Mine is Princess Leia. Technically <laughs> counts. Technically does count. I guess I was thinking of the animated. I know. And I didn't even see the Princess and the Frog until after I had Benji. Oh, really? Really? I didn't know that because you love that movie so much. I do. Yes. It's about this strong ass woman who works her ass off. Who essentially saves her helpless prince and teaches him how to be an adult and mm-hmm. also like lets her guard down and is like, hey, I would Hey, like. wait a second. That last part sounds familiar. Love you. <laughs> Are you slowly trying to teach me how to be an adult? I am. You're oh. doing so good. Yeah. You're doing all right. Some days are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. What would today be? Let's not talk about that. Uh-huh. <laughs> But yeah, I... For our anniversary, I got you a Princess and the Frog statue. You did. And that's right next to the... Picture of me proposing to you. Yeah. Which is what you proposed to me at Disneyland. Yes. It was fucking awesome. It all comes full circle. It does. I still love this movie, despite how problematic it is. Also, the castle is 100% dicks. Mm -hmm. Like, so the, (laughs) the Prince or King Triton's castle looks like a bunch of penises and i actually at my parents house i still have the original vhs um the like white vhs container Mm -hmm. and uh, it has the original artwork on it where it does look like a bunch of penises okay wow it's hilarious yeah 
So Jody Benson, who did the voice of mm-hmm. Ariel, also does the voice of Barbie in yes. the Toy Story movies. This has a couple different actors from Star Trek. Renee Aubergenois Got that. Um, played Odo in Deep Space Nine. Mm-hmm. He's Louie. Yep. Who is the uh, the chef mm-hmm. who uh, has one of my favorite scenes of all time, which is um, Sebastian finds himself, unfortunately, in the kitchen while he's making stuffed crab for dinner for everyone and has to outsmart him to get out. And basically, Louis um, loses his goddamn mind and destroys the kitchen trying to catch Sebastian. Right. It's damn funny. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Pat Carroll is Ursula. Yeah, she's great. And, you know, duh, everyone knows that Ursula is based on Divine. Yes. I think when we show this to Benji, we'll have to have him watch Pink Flamingos Oh, first. Jesus, no. Then we can't show him. <laughs> then we can't show him this until he's 18. Oh. Because Pink Flamingos has some <sighs> some things happen in that movie. Um, yeah, Buddy Hackett. Yes, I know. That's yeah. fucking disgusting. Um, eh. Buddy Hackett plays Scuttle, which I actually really enjoy. Yeah, he, very good. Mm-hmm. Um, Patty Edwards is <laughs> Flotsam and Jetsam, which are the, the eels. Right. I like um, those characters. They were pretty cool. Yeah. And she mostly do- did, well, she did um, voiceover for most of her career. She, mm. you know, she did have some live action stuff, but, you know, she was in like two episodes of Chips and uh, she was on an episode of Laverne and Shirley. So it is kind of neat, too, that the writers, John Musker, also did the story for Moana and then Ron Clements did the screenplay for princess and the frog as well so while this movie yeah you know sexist but of course and i'm not all that familiar with um the original the hans christian anderson Mm -hmm. um fairy tale but neither am i yeah um you know maybe that is (laughs) you know pretty sexist i you know whatever i I have no idea so at least they're doing more female empowering stuff Absolutely. Samuel E. Wright does the voice of Sebastian. Sebastian. Yeah. Who he's also born on November 20th. We share a birthday. Oh, neat. Yeah. Um, well, he died. He passed away this year um, in May. Yeah. Which was very sad. <laughs> uh, this is kind of uh, freaky. He died on my ex-wife's birthday. Oh. Yeah. So the song that he does, Under the Sea, won an Oscar for um, best song. Mm -hmm. Honestly, as a child, he was probably my favorite character. And, you know, aside from Ariel, he was probably my favorite character because I thought he had all the good songs. Yeah. You know, he had Under the Sea and then he also had um, Kiss the Girl, which I thought was the prettiest song. The Jill Sobiel song. I kissed a girl. No. And I liked it. No. Christopher Daniel Barnes is Prince Eric. And he's done some live action stuff, but he's mostly a voiceover guy. Mm-hmm. And then Kenneth Mars is uh, Triton. I can't figure out what it is, but I feel like he was in something else that we watched for the podcast because his IMDb picture is uh, the same. very distinct. Yes. 
<laughs> I also want to recommend too that Alan Menken, who does the songs for this, mm-hmm. is on an episode of Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, mm-hmm. and it's a really good episode. And then there's also a documentary on him and oh, his mm-hmm. late songwriting partner who died during um, um, was it uh, Aladdin. Aladdin, yes. yeah. Howard Ashman. Mm-hmm. They won an Oscar for Best Original Score mm-hmm. and for uh, Original Song for Under the Sea. Yeah, It's funny because even though I'd never saw this before, I still know the song Under the Sea. Yeah, it's one of those ones that... Um, I think I threw on our son's mixtape. Mixtape. Well, mix uh, Spotify playlist. Yeah, we have a well, Spotify. Even before that, like I feel like Under the Sea is just part of pop culture. To it the is. Point that it's you a can't pretty. Know it. Yes, it's a pretty well known uh, song. Yeah. Often well, parodied. I'd I do. Say. I do have to say, I was you know definitely being glib at the top and avoided answering the question of whether or not I like. Yeah, this. did you even? I like did it? actually like this a lot. I think the animation is absolutely beautiful. This is one of the mm-hmm. last hand drawn animated Disney movies. Yeah, and uh, it's also one of the first ones that is aided by Pixar yes. technology, and I saw this in a little making of featurette that we watch before recording this and maybe this happens a lot i i'm i'm going to guess that joe apel will answer this question <laughs> i feel like anytime we watch an animated movie we just need to have like joe on a hotline yeah be like, hey, joe, can you just give us all the trivia right yeah because he'll listen to the episode and then he'll just tell us he'll be like oh yeah, by the way they actually had real life actors acting out the scenes mm-hmm. to help the animators do the movement and it it isn't rotoscope like uh ralph bashke mm-hmm. like lord of the rings type thing or whatever yeah. but you can definitely see in some of the footage how they really yeah captured the... the actress's movement for ariel and i noticed in watching that that the character animation was just so phenomenal mm-hmm. for yeah. you know and any of the human or mer characters mm-hmm. uh yeah so, it was done yeah, this really is well so well animated yeah it's absolutely beautiful yeah 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 it was it was done really well i fell in love with this movie as a child the magic isn't lost it, despite time kind of <laughs> giving me a slightly different lens to look through i still love this movie yeah, but, you know, it's one of those things, too, that you can frame it however you want. Mm-hmm. Like, you could also put a positive spin on this that, you know, in order to be with someone, you need to compromise. And, you know, maybe you do need to give up a little part of yourself in order to become a complete person with someone else. Yeah, that's true. I continue to not love the voice part, but I do think that, you know, the uh, the thing that I think that she sacrifices is that, it, like, she lives in a different world. Now. Yeah. It could also be a metaphor for, you know, you need to let go of the past and find your grow own way. Yeah. And yeah. You don't have to do what everyone else does. Yeah. Like, you can. You, you need can... to become a person. As she literally yeah, does, literally becomes a person in order to become to leave the nest. Yeah. So, yeah, I, you know, obviously you can spin it however you want. I don't think it's as harmful 
as yeah i i don't think it's spoiled milk you know i I think it's aged okay it's yeah a conversation should be had yeah 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 if there are things that i find our children thinking or doing that maybe are influenced by that movie that aren't positive you know it's a conversation that we'll have with them we're like okay i can see why you see that but i think we are more at risk of kids not picking up on my sarcasm or my irony (laughs) when i say awful things and uh i'm really gonna have to get that in check yes well i love you very much and thank you so much for sharing part of your childhood with me again and i'm glad you watched us we are going to stay in the realm of fantasy next week for my pick and I'm not going to say what it is, no, so you, you can post on our Instagram hints. Yay! Yeah, so follow us on Instagram, join our Facebook group. Facebook, mm-hmm. I'm sure by the time you hear this episode, shortly afterwards, Joe Apel will have all the all information yeah. that I missed. <laughs> oh, and um, also last week, we're so sorry that the episode went up late and that the Instagram wasn't... Uh... <laughs> Wasn't that great? It was our son's birthday and we were out of town. So we were not paying as much attention. Yeah. The Wi-Fi at the hotel was so bad that it took me an hour to upload a half hour podcast. Yeah, it was awesome. Sorry about that. We will be keeping a regular schedule. Actually, Angie and I were talking about moving around some of the Joy Road Media podcasts. So Stuff isn't all coming out on the same day. Mm-hmm. We just added the Burt Selleck podcast Yay! and Dead Waves, Dead Waves, which I'm very happy about. Yes, uh, Ryan and Amanda from Dead Waves have joined us a couple of times. Yes, and on the pod. Alex Piccolo, uh, the third member of Dead Waves, would like to join us soon. Oh, absolutely. Although part of me does love the fact that we haven't had him on but we've had ryan and amanda twice well i mean this is a no alex podcast (laughs) (laughs) because even with the truth cast tim den otter Mm -hmm. suggested a movie and i was like oh yeah we should totally watch that and you'll like it because it ties into little mermaid Mm -hmm. there's a lot of phallic imagery oh fuck yeah! so i said yeah you ought to come on and we'll watch that for the podcast and then I said, Alex Bozanovic isn't welcome because the only media he's watched is Space 1999, <laughs> which is an old Martin Landau series from the Ooh. late 70s. And then Alex said that he's watched Mr. Robot three times. And he's oh, which makes sense. Yeah. Because Alex is weird. Yeah. Anyway, so that's <laughs> all the gossip that's going on with the Joy Road Media shows. Yes, it's very exciting stuff. Yes. We're very excited. Yeah, I I really am truly honored that so many people are believing in what we are doing and want to be part of it. And, uh, man, just, you know, oh, I guess tying into shipwrecks, too. Let me recommend the Edmund Fitzgerald episode mm-hmm. of Great Lakes Confidential. Yes. I learned a lot of interesting stuff yes. about the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, Yes. Uh, thank you for joining us on You Made Me Watch. And please check out more Joy Road Media podcasts. Yeah. Because uh, they are curated in that they are Michigan based and they are done by people I really like a lot. So yes. 
Yeah. Exactly. And Allison, thank you again for being wonderful and being patient and not snapping my neck. I love you so much. I make no promises about not snapping your neck, but I need you right now. So. Okay. I need you. I need for you. My plan. For my plans. I could crush your head. But I won't. But I won't. This is a clip from our Strange Brew podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We just have a Max Fonsito podcast where it's just us doing. Just us doing impressions of him only from Strange Brew. Yeah. Here's my deep cup. This is my imitation of Dave Thomas telling the story of pitching Strange Brew to Max Fonsito. <laughs> so it's a comedy. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. Thank you, you, everyone. Until next week. Bye bye. Bye. Shut the fuck up. I'll fucking murder you. <laughs>